Let's say good morning to Mark Tuohy, and then he can do all the heavy lifting as I try to fix my voice. Uh, happy Thursday. Happy Easter week, uh, if you celebrate that, or happy Passover. Happy everything, John Boer. I'd forgotten it was Easter until I heard uh, somebody on News Talk Tonight talking about it last night, and I thought, wow, time flies. Yeah, well, I'm off to Ottawa to, uh, to be with family, and I'm looking forward to that. But listen, let's talk about the day's big stories. Mark Tuohy, of course, is a trusted advisor to business and political leaders. He's a News Talk 1010 show host. And uh, maybe we'll start with food prices, which are predicted to continue to rise. That has to make a lot of people's stomachs sink, Mark Tui. Yeah, the amount of money that we're talking here, uh, you know, a family of, uh, it was four or six listed in the article, uh, quoted, quoting Sylvain Charlebois, who's often on the show, uh, $21,000 a year for, uh, you know, a large family paying for food and the idea that it's going to go up by 7% again this year is is problematic because I don't think very many of us are going to be getting or hoping or even asking uh, for a 7% wage increase to sort of offset that. So, But government, I don't know what government can do. They keep focusing on sort of handing out money to people who can't afford it, and that becomes more and more of us, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, bonuses or rebates or that kind of thing, when really the problem is on the input side. The cost of producing the food is higher. The, uh, you know, everything from the effects of weather and drought or floods or freezing in different parts of the uh, world that normally produce a lot of our vegetables and uh, and meet the alternative uses for uh, for corn that used to go into feed our very fatty beef which uh, which I enjoyed and now is being diverted into fuel for you know ethanol and all that kind of stuff uh, plus the input costs of labor are rising because there are fewer people willing to work and then of course, you know, carbon taxes and the price of oil because everything has to be transported, uh, you know, many times before it gets to my dinner table. Uh, you know, those are the areas where government needs to look at, you know, how can the, if they're going to do an intervention, they got to do it on the input side to keep the cost down, not just sort of handing out money to the people who are suffering because that just creates more people suffering. Yeah. And also it can eventually become inflationary. If you keep handing out money to people to spend, then that reinforces the market, right? Because if you're if you're given money in order to buy inflated beef, then you're going to continue to buy inflated beef, and they're going to continue to inflate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's the old sort of, uh, you know, it's the original, uh, you know, envisionment of inflation, which is too many dollars chasing too few products. Well, this was an unusual inflationary cycle because it wasn't created because people had so much wealth they were willing to pay for anything. It was created because uh, post-COVID, post-war, uh, you know, changes in the supply chain mean that there are just too few goods to buy. It's not so much that we had too much money, but when you start throwing money at people, that then gets back into the cycle you just described. Okay, so this next story, it's uh, from the star, and it's a bit like, you know, I remember times where somebody would photograph somebody who was supposed to be plowing the snow, but they were asleep in their cab. Uh, This is workplace inspectors who work for the government of Ontario who would go and dine in restaurants, and they would pretend to be working, but they weren't. And then they would bill the taxpayers for their overtime. Yeah, this kind of thing, you hear these stories all the time. We have these workplace inspectors specifically because there's always one or two people in every large crowd uh, that want to cheat their way through. So their job is to go out and uh, watch and and inspect how uh, labor... 
employers rather are sort of taking care of their staff you know whether it's a safe workplace whether people are being treated uh, properly and up to code uh, because we know that every once in a while an employer is going to cheat well it turns out that every once in a while an inspector is going to cheat uh, we need somebody to inspect the inspectors this just comes down at the end of the day john to some you know one or two people sounds like a group of potentially six people in i don't know how many who've just decided that uh, you know what they're going to cheat a bit and make some money on it and you and i are going to have to pay for it the provincial housing minister is going to join us later on this morning to talk more about stuff that he was unveiling yesterday but effectively i guess it'll come as a surprise to some people who think that you know any conservative is the enemy of the common man but it seems like with changes for landlords and renters the government is actually coming out in favor of renters yeah, you've. This will be spin. It will be spun just about every way because uh, you're right. I mean, this government has focused on simple, pragmatic things that it can do to make life better for you know the average person. Uh, you know, whether you rent or whether you're a landlord. I mean, landlords also suffer from the fact that the landlord tenant board has been woefully backed up for years. Uh, it just takes forever for any grievance to be adjudicated. Uh, the key measure here is increasing the number of adjudicators uh, by 40. Is that enough? I don't know, but uh, they certainly need to do something to get the backlog of files through there. Whether the specific tweaks to legislation to prevent rent evictions and uh, air conditioning, allow air conditioning in units, uh, whether that actually ends up helping somebody, I don't know because the devil's in the details and then it always comes down to humans to apply it. But uh, adding more people to speed up the process of making decisions when there are complaints and disputes. I think that's a, that's a win. Quebec has been on a bender over the last few years to effectively erase religion from the public sphere. And the latest measure is no prayer rooms in public schools. And if you want to pray, you can only do it silently. Seems like overkill, but it's Quebec. Yeah, Quebec is Quebec at its heart. I've never, that's one of the few provinces I've never lived in. And so I don't fully understand the culture there. I remember as a kid, uh, going to class and standing up every morning and saying the Lord's Prayer. And I was a very religious kid up until I became a very non-religious kid and, and sort of objected to that, refused to say it and got kicked out of the class every morning for 15 minutes while the rest of the class uh, did their godly duties. Um, so I understand the discomfort for somebody who doesn't follow the prevailing religion. So I kind of understand where they're coming from on this, but they do seem to be pretty heavy handed in uh, applying rules about other people's faith. And finally, robot waiters. Apparently you've had one. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought this was an absolute ridiculous kind of uh, idea, but I went to a Denny's in Mississauga about a month ago and they had a little uh, R2-D2 style robot waiter that was carrying plates. It was just a mobile tray with a happy face on a screen and uh, it was surprisingly effective. Uh, it maneuvered through the restaurant with ease. It never bumped into anybody. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like about it was it constantly played this uh, cheerful melody uh, to uh, to remind you that it was behind you or or coming through and that melody is so annoying they've got to change that to uh, talk radio or something that people can stand to listen to I love the idea that I mean it's like a singing waiter but it's a singing robot waiter okay thank you sir take care John that is Mark Tui, advisor to business and political leaders on the morning brief